Do Good Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte on the Queen City Podcast Network. I'm Pamela Escobar. In each Do Good Charlotte podcast, you will find out who's helping, who could use a helping hand, and just how you can spread around your own good. In this episode of Do Good Charlotte, we are introducing you to a school that's reminding children and their families of their potential. This month, we're honoring Hispanic Heritage Month through our partnership with Share Charlotte. It's all about empowering and honoring our Hispanic and Latino friends, coworkers, and neighbors. If you feel like the Latino influence on Charlotte is booming, you're right. The number of Latinos in Mecklenburg County has jumped more than 50% since 2010, according to the 2020 census. It means more Latino culture, music, food, art, and celebrations. But as we welcome all of this, many people in our Latino community are struggling. They're at a disadvantage. The Latino community has less access to necessities like medical care, food, and housing. So in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, we're joined by Banu Valladares. She is the executive director of Charlotte Bilingual Preschool. Welcome to Do Good Charlotte. Thank you. I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, I'm a big uh, believer in education. I think it's so important. And the younger you start, the better. So tell us about the Charlotte Bilingual Preschool. Yeah, so the Charlotte Bilingual Preschool was um, started in 1999. That's a good dance day year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Prince, I love it. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Um, to solve a community need, we were finding out that um, both African-American and Latino children were behind in reading skills and not ready for kindergarten. So um, we are part of a group of three sister schools that came along in in. in uh, 98, two African-American serving school uh, preschools showed up, and then Charlotte Bilingual Preschool was uh, founded in 1999. And the idea really was to bring, at that time, um, the Spanish-speaking children up to par with their English. Really, the focus was the English, and as we moved uh, in time, we recognized that supporting the home language was super essential, right? That you do have a strong foundation in the first language and you can build from that one. So we changed the the purpose uh, to become a dual language approach. So our mission is to prepare Spanish-speaking children for success in school and life by providing superior dual language, multicultural preschool education or early education. So that means we have little people whose home language is Spanish and uh, they're learning English, and we are supporting both their Spanish and their English because they're three and four, and their language is not complete. And then we are providing for the families, designing with families, uh, this, the different types of programs that will help them support their children's education. And then we have an exciting new program that builds the pipeline for early educators in uh, the dual language early educators. So really we are tackling an issue of mobility. We, we know that without this intervention, children begin kindergarten behind and they're, they're twice as likely to not meet the third grade reading test, four times as likely to drop out of high school. 
which means, you know, that fear of economic mobility is actually there, right, if we don't do this. So what we're finding is that our graduates, our little people who come into Charlotte Bellingham Preschool developing two languages at the same time, actually outperform their Latino peer all the way through second grade. So we know that what we do works. So I have a story. If, if yeah, you I would wanna. love to hear that. So a couple of I mean, a couple of stories, but I'll give you this one. There's a little boy, uh, Ian. He um, he came to Charlotte bilingual at three, and uh, he didn't speak. He didn't have any language. And we know that children by that age should have some sort of language, right? So we knew there was an issue. So we connected that family with additional services, so uh, speech therapy. Um, and, and other resources, and we identified him on the autism spectrum. So that he had, he and his family had the coaching of the speech, a speech therapist to help him figure out how we develop language. At the same time, he had the support from a, from an organization that could teach the family how to support their child's development and understand what was. Um, to be expected with a diagnosis, which also simplified that family's life. So fast forward a year, right? I am bringing my therapy dog to, to school, and Ian um, is not speaking to anybody, but he speaks to Bella, my dog. So he, he meets Bella, and somehow a bond shows up, and he comes to Bella, and he touches her ears and goes ears and nose, tail, and he begins to talk that way. Again, fast forward to the, his second year at Charlotte Bellingwell Preschool, we're in the hallway, and um, he sees Bella, he sees me, he looks up for the first time in two years, and he says, thank you. And that was like, whew. Then fast forward to graduation time. Ian has actually all the language that he needs. He is ready for pre-K, and he has friends. So I think about what would have happened to Ian if he hadn't found his way to Charlotte Bellingwell Preschool, right? He would have started kindergarten without any language. And that is a really steep hill to have to climb, yeah. right? To climb out of that. And so that's, it's one of those proud moments. We all cried at that graduation ceremony. We were like, oh, this is, you know, one of the, the great reasons. The other side is, you know, we have another child like Carlos, right? Who comes in, he comes from Venezuela. He's got a ton of, you know, comes out of wealth, but generational wealth, but situational poverty, right? They had to leave everything behind and they are finding themselves in poverty. This child is super smart. He can tell you the, the capitals of all of the countries in the world. Wow. He can just do this long list of things, right? In Spanish, he has no English. Got it. So fast forward to a month in the school, right? I'm standing in the hallway and I ask him in English, so how are you? And he said, I just tripped over in the playground. And I was like, oh, my God, he's speaking <laughs> English, right? He's picking up the language. And, and so that is another one of those places, right, where the child can pick up the language really quickly through the work that we do. And we know that that child is going to be set up for success. Well, and I think it's awesome. The I always say people who know more than one language are just smarter than everybody else. And um, so... It's because it's almost like their brain, I say, is on fire. Yeah. And so they have this ability to absorb even more than the rest of us. And um, if they're exposed, and it's all about exposure, right? Yeah. So it's about getting kids in there um, and giving them both languages. They can handle it. They just need to be exposed to it. And it's the, the 
the easiest time in your life. Your brain is completely exploding with opportunity from zero to three. And then you've got another window from three to five, right? And then things get a little bit more complicated. So if you want to do any investment, early education, access to another language, uh, it, the right time is to do it when they're tiny. And, and it's just amazing. A few years ago, we also invited a handful of English speakers to uh, think about how we might um, encourage the exchange of social and cultural capital, meaning really, you know, how do we um, take the best of both worlds and, and help each other grow? And it was also awesome to see the English speakers, right, who did not have Spanish at home, pick up the Spanish. So, you know, the, here comes the children from uh, a field trip to the firehouse, um, to the firefighters, right? Yeah. And I asked the child, so where did you go? And the kid said, uh, the English speaking kid said, I went to see Los Bomberos. You know, that beautiful brain that is that is uh, code shifting. And that code shifting actually tells you that brain is doing what it's supposed to do. It's picking up the language and it's actually pretty normal to do that. And it's just, just exciting. And then to see the families just connecting and getting together. So on, on the family side, right, we give that parent or the family member um, whatever skills they are looking for, English as a second language classes, which are they want mm -hmm. and they demand, um, cafes, these are opportunities for them to come together, make friends, but also talk about what are the issues most pressing for me around my child's education. So we, we, we do a lot of conversations about conscious discipline and um, how do I enroll my child in kindergarten, right? How do I talk to my classroom teacher um, and any number of those things. And so you, and, and I think that the real special thing that Charlotte Bellingwood Preschool does is it creates a space where our families feel welcome in a time when being an immigrant in the United States uh, is not necessarily the most welcoming experience. And so when, you know, you, you have left um, your home and your community and all of your support systems, right, and you come here into isolation and you don't know the systems, you might be experiencing economical, uh, economic challenges, right? We work with economic um, um, marginalized families. Um, and and uh, to find a place where you just walk in and people look like you and people sound like you, I, I understand that this is a place where people begin to heal, right? This is, once I put that down, I, I begin to have friends and now let the growth began but you can't really do it without that welcoming space it sounds like an amazing environment tell me about how you got involved with the school did you start it not at all okay no. <laughs> i started five years ago so you know this is right around the time that the cherry report came out that mentioned charlotte being 50 out of 50 cities in the united states so um, I have a much longer story, but I won't go there on how I got here. But um, I was, I, I've been doing community work, advocacy work my whole career, right, in, in education, um, in the arts. And um, that Cheddar Report really threw me off, right, where, where, you know, the Cheddar Report basically says if you are born or live in poverty in Charlotte, you are 4.5% like likely to get out of poverty. That to me felt like, well, what are we, what, why are we doing this work? You know, I, I, I should just quit. I should just go be a monk and uh, <laughs> let's go meditate, you know, maybe I have more impact then. And, and I was really disillusioned with, with life in general and with my, my work. And, um, a friend said, um, 
well, you should ask whatever is listening to you to for what you want. And so it's like, okay. So I just kind of stood there and I said, whatever is listening, put me where I can make a difference in the life of my community, right? I've got passion, I have skills, I have talent. And if where, I'm, where I am is where I'm supposed to be, I will accept that. Otherwise, show me the way. A week later, the recruiter calls me. <laughs> I was clueless. I, you know, why would I think that I would be the executive director of a preschool, right? I, so I do all the research. I, I really enjoy what I'm learning about it. And I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm going to, you know, I have a lot of connections in the Latino community. I've got somebody to pitch to this guy, yeah. right, to the recruiter, never, never thinking me. So during that interview, I'm getting pretty passionate, right? He's asking me a question. I'm like, wow, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. And I knew right at that moment, it's like, oh, this is my gig. <laughs> I am personally invested. So I when you know when they asked um, um do, do you have somebody to recommend and i said i think it's me <laughs> i'm not going to recommend the other person because i want this gig and part of what i really loved about charlotte bilingual preschool was and it's a solid model right in, in terms of you know we're nationally um we're, we're the only dual language five-star licensed preschool in the state. Wow. So we've got this great reputation. We use a nationally recognized curriculum, right? It's, it's So that education for the child is solid best practices. In well, you have a track record, too. We do. We do, correct. And the family support, right? To me, it was like, oh, goodness. That's like two plus two, right? If, if I work with a child only, uh, the, the child doesn't have any agency. They can't do anything on their own, right? But if I maximize the family, right, if I give the family the tools that they need to support that child, they're not only going to support the child through preschool, they're going to know how to support them through life and their other siblings, right? I mean, this is like the multiplying effect. So that was like, I, I was hooked. So, so that's how I, I'm here. <laughs> well, I'm Pamela Escobar. You're listening to Do Good Charlotte. After the break, we will hear about how you can help Charlotte Bilingual Preschool. If you think or know you had COVID-19, you can be around others after 10 days since symptoms first appeared and after 24 hours with no fever without fever-reducing medication and after other symptoms have improved. If you have tested positive for COVID-19 and you had no symptoms, you can be around others 10 days after you got tested for COVID-19. To learn more, visit cdc.gov coronavirus. So, Banu, we were talking, tell me about your workforce development. How, how does Charlotte Bilingual Preschool help with workforce development? doesn't sound like they would go together, but they do. Yes, yes, it, it does. So, you know, once we started looking at what is the community need, how many children actually need to be served by Charlotte Bilingual Preschool could use our services, community need is 3,000 children, Spanish-speaking children, that, that enter kindergarten at CMS every year. So we made a commitment to serve 1,500 of those <laughs> 3,000. And, you know, we, right now we serve about 500 in all of our programs. In the preschool program, 126. So that's a 15-fold growth, right? This, we're going to get huge, 10-fold growth. Um, we're going to get huge quickly. So to do that, we're going to need 
early educators that are bilingual. And so we asked our families, would you be interested in careers in early education? And they said yes. And so what we didn't expect, I mean, we knew that part of the challenge that our family experiences is the lack of access to work, right, and careers that provide a living. And so this actually, um, what, what we didn't expect was to see how many people would be very interested. So we've got an amazing partnership with Central Piedmont Community Great. College, where they offer the classes in Spanish. And so the family can come in, they can learn about early education in Spanish, they can practice in our center, right, um, in, in Spanish, and you know, and be learning the occupational ESL that they need so that they can now learn the, the career in two languages. So we have 200 families taking classes at Central Piedmont right now, and we're graduating. We have two, we've, we've had, we will, would have had 14 apprentices at Charlotte Bellingwell Preschool by the end of the school year. So it's it's remarkable. So one story there, and then I'll stop. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> one story there. So And this is amazing. Again, we didn't see this coming. Um, through the Workforce Development Program, a, a woman came to us. She was making $12,000 a year. She had two master's degrees from home, you know, but she's not, not. It doesn't have the same value it doesn't, here. It doesn't translate, right? Two master's degrees and a career in, in education. She's still making $12,000, right? She comes to us and we kind of look at her transcripts quickly and we go like, I think you qualify to be a teacher. Yes, she does. So she goes from $12,000 to $40,000 like that. Then we send her transcripts to Raleigh to say, would you tell us officially what else she might qualify for. She can qualify for a level three administrator license, which means she can run a center, which moves her from 12,000 to potentially 60, 80, 100,000, depending on where she goes to work, right? So that, what we thought that economic mobility was not possible in one generation, we're doing it like that. <laughs> It's super exciting. Yeah. And you're doing it in an economy where teachers are leaving. Yeah. So you're you're finding this um, a pool of people that have are untapped. Yeah, exactly. And so that's that's phenomenal. It is. So I'm hooked. You've convinced <laughs> me. It's a great program. How do you how can people help you? What do you need? Yeah. Obviously, you know, typical nonprofit, right? Funding. Funding support is is always welcome and required. We're gonna grow to four million this year from three point five. So we've got a big so that we can meet our strategic growth needs. So that's important. Um, how to be proximate with our families. Uh, you know, the, the, the biggest challenge that our families experience is isolation and feeling like they don't belong. So volunteering, there are tons of opportunities to volunteer. We match that to your skill set. We will have... Um, um, Hispanic Heritage Celebration on September 16th at 3.30. So if you want to volunteer for that, that would be a great thing to do. But at any other point, we have show and tells where you can come and get to know more of us, come visit. And then uh, we also have an Amazon um, list. Wish list. Yeah, for the beginning of the school year, it is super essential, right? It helps um, relieve our budget. And it's fun for the teachers to get some of their wish list uh, items uh, appear in their classrooms so many 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 ways uh, bilingualpreschool.org 
or the Share Charlotte website. Bilingualpreschool.org. So that's really easy to find. Um, that's great that you have that name. So bilingualpreschool.org. So if, if people want to find out ways that, to volunteer in the school, if they want to donate money, that's where they can go. And, and you're going to use this money to grow, to help Correct. more. Yeah, we'll be serving 44 more children this year. And um, in our home visiting program, which I didn't really talk about very much, um, we we are going from 75 children to 100 and children and families. It's awesome. We're just, just growing because the, the, the need is there and we have a model that works and why not? And what is beautiful is to see how a community comes together, right? We can't really do this without you. This is like, it, it is a community effort and... For me, the reward is to say this that you're doing, your hour cutting things for a teacher, uh, your hour cleaning the playground, your time, it's transforming somebody's life trajectory. It's meaningful work. If you're feeling hopeless, this is a place to come and get your shot of hope. Oh, and I'm sure the kids are so cute, They're too. They're so cute. <laughs> They're so cute. So it's, it's like my, my moment, right? If, I, if I'm having a day, right, it's been rough, something, you just go into a classroom, they'll hug you. They'll, somebody will invite you to play, right? <laughs> and wouldn't you like to just adults to do that on a more regular basis? Let's go play. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming today. Do you know someone else like Baunu who is doing good in our community? Let me know. Tell me about someone on or a nonprofit organization that should be heard on Do Good Charlotte. Reach out to me, Pamela Escobar, on social media. I'm Reporter Pam on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to the Queen City Podcast Network page and fill out the contact form for Do Good Charlotte. A big thanks to Share Charlotte. You can hear about other groups doing good by following their hashtag, Spotlight on CLT. There's good all around us. Let's hear about it.